Broadcasting live worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. All right, everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show. Uh, we have got another great podcast and store for you this week. Uh, as uh, Chris and I are going to be talking about a bunch of uh, things going on in pro wrestling. Uh, but before I get started, i like to bring on my co-host. I'm talking about Mr. Rock and Roll himself, Chris Plano. What's going on, Chris? Tony, how are you? So great to be back for another program for another week here. Boy, we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going out out there in the professional wrestling world and the music world and everything in between. I'm excited about tonight's show, man. I'm telling you, Chris, uh, just, uh, it's crazy how, how quick things, uh, happen in the world of pro wrestling. I know we talk about this, uh, lots on our show, uh, as we, you know, discuss how pro wrestling can be one thing, one minute, and the next minute, something totally different. Um, uh, and I guess, uh, but before we get started into the podcast, we might as well go ahead and, 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 uh, talk about the elephant in the room, a uh, big story dropped yesterday. Um, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes parting ways with AEW, Chris, that, that's a major announcement right there. Absolutely. I think it kind of, uh, shocked the, the wrestling world. It came out, uh, um, on a, on a, on a Tuesday morning early, um, coming off of a Monday night raw. It really was sandwiched right between Monday night raw and, you know, an AEW dynamite program, which they're on every Wednesday night from, from eight to 10. And it was like, wow, this was kind of some timing kind of stuff or what's going on here. And, uh, there's a lot going on, but yes, was it a shock to the wrestling world? Absolutely. Were things brewing behind the scenes prior to this announcement? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for Cody Rhodes, it's, uh, it's an opportunity. I say he has an opportunity, uh, you know, to expand upon his career. Um, he left WWE, um, you know, back in, I want to say six years ago, not probably on the best of terms, um, but obviously getting an opportunity to go back to WWE um, to further his career and, 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 and beyond what he did at AEW. And I know we're going to talk more about this further. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it shocked, it shocked me when I first heard about it. I was like, wait a minute, because, you know, if you go back in time, Cody, uh, pretty much helped start um, AEW. He and a few others, and uh, to to hear that he's leaving uh, is de- was definitely a shock to me, Chris. I, I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Uh, but uh, but man, you know, wish him the best. I I, I think he's going to do great. Um, I know uh, on the on our last podcast we talked about how uh, you know Hardy Boys back together doing their farewell tour. Uh, and I, and I know if, uh, if you guys follow them on social media, they're, they're already putting out some, uh, promos, uh, on their upcoming appearances. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a big deal, Chris. I mean, right now, I know we say this every week, but man, uh, I think right now is a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. There's so much out there going on. Uh, and, uh, man, I, I just can't wait to see what, you know, what, what the future holds. 
Yeah, I mean, there is a lot going on. It seems it's kind of wide open right now for whatever reason. It's 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 wide open. It used to never be this way. Um, you know, I'm I'm not sure really what's going on. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a straight shooter, Tony. Right. Yeah. You know, Cody Rhodes. Let's be honest. He left WWE not on the best of terms. Right. He had his burr up. You you know his know what. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? Finds Tony Khan. Listen. The only reason AEW exists is because of the Khan family. Right. Beyond that, AEW would not exist. So they found a family. They found a guy. They found an owner. You know, uh, Rhodes with the Young Bucks and Omega and, and, and these other guys, you know, because they wanted to bring an alternative for, for wrestling for fans. And they did. They did. You know, where it's going, I don't know. Um, you know, it's kind of like AEW is an alternative to WWE. Yeah. And AEW is in second place. They dropped, you know, you know, TNA wrestling to third. WWE still on top. You know, and AEW, what have they done? They've stolen some WWE talent. They've stolen some, you know, old talent from the NWA and, and, and it's like, you know, it, 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 it's an interesting concept is what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I really think Cody Rhodes used the Rhodes name, you know, as a marketing tool, um, you, you know, and he, he's got some business sense to him following in his father's footsteps, paying homage. Um, you, you know, and he did, you know, he, and he has, I've always felt AEW has this kind of NWA WCW thing hanging over its head mm-hmm. um, because he carries the Rhodes name, you know, and then he brings in, you know, who Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Sting. I'm, I'm probably missing a name or two. Uh, uh, Diamond Dallas Page and Jake Roberts. So he was mostly WWF, and you know, you start bringing in all these old timers, and it's like, well. This is like the old days, <laughs> you know, right? Of, of wrestling to an extent, you, you know. So, you, you know, you know, the only thing I fear with Cody Rhodes is is this. Listen, he's a main eventer on AEW. He's not a main eventer in the WWF. Period. Right, and he never will be. And. Vince McMahon will make sure of that. And that's what scares me is he's going to go back and Vince might put him upper, upper mid card. I don't, I, I just don't see it that he is going to main event. One of the top four pay-per-views in the WWE. I, I might be wrong. I, I don't know. That that's just me, right? Talking yeah. out, out of nowhere. I, I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It's like you know where I'm coming from a little bit here. I mean, right. And if he does, I can just see him just getting squashed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know so that that's where I'm coming from with the whole 
thing of what can happen here. Right. And, and I think another, another reason maybe, uh, for Cody leaving is pretty much AEW has, has got, has got this one thing that they do every week. There's a doorbell ringing and every week there's somebody new coming in. When you have so many, so much new talent coming in and you only have a certain amount of time on TV, uh, how is it even possible for all those guys to get over if there's just it's just a big cluster of of talent? Um, I, I, right. I think that might be another um, another issue there. But and I'm also hearing rumors that WWE is in the works of trying to re-sign uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin to WrestleMania. Um, I think at this point in time, if you go back and look, Chris, and think about this for a minute. WWE uh, done a lot of fat trimming over over the last several months. Um, now they've brought back Ronda Rousey. Uh, Ronda and Charlotte Flair are set to headline WrestleMania. Um, I, I've heard Ric Flair say this on many occasions, and it could. I mean, uh, he says that right now the women are, are more over than the men, um, and it just seems like right now, you know. I, I'm a wrestler, and I've I've been in this business for a long time, but I I don't religiously watch the watch the products anymore. Um, but but when I do watch it, it just feels like there's not. It's like you know, in the '90s we had those stars like Stone Cold and Ric Flair and uh, the Undertaker and Triple H and Shawn Michaels and those kind of guys. Like right now, we don't really have that other than Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton, maybe. Right. So like so so I guess at this point in time, uh, right now is probably a good time for Vince to sign Cody Rhodes because he's he's at basically signing somebody that uh, if you think about it, like you said, he was kind of a mid Carter uh, there in WWE and they didn't really give him much of a chance the last time he was there. So I ca- I couldn't imagine him going back, but if he did, uh, let's be honest, at this point in time, Cody's more over now than he was then. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yes, yes. Obviously, he's got the, the reality TV show. He's got the game shows that he's that he's co-hosting. And obviously, he's branched away from that the, the Stardust gimmick and, 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 and cemented himself in both singles and tag competition. And AEW, I would say, more singles than the, than the tag, personally. But you have to go back to the history of Vince McMahon as a promoter. And what is he always consistently has done is he has buried other talent from other promotions. And listen, we're talking from Ric Flair down. Oh yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, look, look, just 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 look what look what he did to Cody's dad in the nineties. Put, mm-hmm. put, put him in polka dots, right? Right. Put Dusty in polka dots. Uh, 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 you know, paired him at a time in the early nineties with an African American female manager. Uh-huh. which was odd for wrestling yeah. at that time and kind of made a comedy show out of him in the ring. Right. And yeah. both his demeanor and the way he wrestled in the ring. Yeah. You know, and, and you, so, and you know, you know, Tully and Arn went to the WWF. What did Vince do to him? He buried him as mm-hmm. a tag team. Yeah. You know, the list goes on and on and, you know, Flair, you know, Vince 
to an extent, put Flair over, especially when he first arrived there. He put him over, but then eventually, you know, Flair was, you know, he was there, but you kind of almost had that feeling, well, he's not the top guy. He's there, but he's not, mm-hmm. you know, over the top. Yeah. You know, so, and I, I just, you know, when you look at the guys that the WWE has, you look at Drew McIntyre and, and, and Roman Reigns and all these big guys that they have, you know, long-term, where does someone like Cody Rhodes fit? Right. He's 37 years old. Okay, fine. But he's also the guy that played kind of a comedy role as a former wrestler there in the WWE, you know, with, with, his, with his brother. And Dustin's no spring chicken either in his early 50s. Right. You know, where that goes. And I, I mean, Steve Austin's 57. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm going to step back in the ring. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah. And, you know, but you're 57 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and Austin's got, what, neck problems and other, you know, knee yeah. problems and, and the whole nine yards. So, I mean... You know what? You know some of these guys. Things at sixty, he's still doing it. But it's like, you know, I I, I don't know. I mean, it's like at the end of the day, it's you know, it's a little interesting to see that this is happening. You know, I wish Cody Rhodes the best. I I think it's going to work at the very beginning. I think it'll be a pop. You know, it'll be a spike for ratings. But long term, that's a whole nother wait to be see what happens kind of story. Yeah. Um, you, you know how it goes in wrestling. What? People get bored real quick. They move on to the next best thing. But here's the thing. Or is Cody Rhodes fishing to try to pull some other talent out of AEW? Another thing that Tony Khan in that promotion needs to worry about as well. That's true. That's very true. So, so if you start seeing a guy get plucked here, a guy get plucked there, well, then something's going on. Yeah, something, something at de- that point. Yes, something's definitely in the water that shouldn't be there. That's for sure. So um, Cody could also be testing the waters on the other side as well, silently for some of the other workers in the back. What's going on over there? Kind of thing, uh-huh. you know. So you never know. Would Vince McMahon love to have a Kenny Omega? Probably. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think Vince is interested in certain talent in AEW. I don't think he's impressed with everything across the board. Personally, mm-hmm. you know, would a Sammy Guevara work well? I would think so. You know, do you try to bring Jericho back? Well, you bring Jericho back. Well, am I repackaging? What am I doing with him? I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you know, so. I think Vince is interested in some select talent. I'm not saying he's interested in the whole board. So I think there could be something else brewing there. Yeah, um, I think you're right. You know, Chris. just overall. And I think it's going to end up being good for wrestling at yeah. the end of the, at the end. I mean, look, I mean, Jericho's 51. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so some of these guys, you know, are up there in, in age where it's, it's not normal for them to be wrestling. Not that it's not normal for them to be wrestling at this age. I'm not saying that, mm-hmm. 
not to be wrestling consistently weekly on a national stage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to, because then the lockers would be like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, the locker room is going to definitely be confused on. Okay, who's 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 over now? Is it, who's who's going to be the the next top guy or the next uh, like where where do we stand here? You know, there's there's so many questions to be answered, and all we got to do right. is is just like uh, Gordon Soldier's always say, you got to tune in next week, fans, to find out. So that's what we're going to have to end up doing. The timing of this, the timing of this is unique we're about maybe a month and a half away from wrestlemania mm-hmm. um you know vince has some playroom here yeah. you know as far as building this up do you bring them out at wrestlemania you bring them out after wrestlemania you bring them you know what what do you do so he's got some moves on the chessboard you know overall you know think about it it's just where Where's it going? And, and there's got to be, but listen, this is not something that just cooked up Monday night into the air. This has been brewing for a while, probably yeah. a lot longer than maybe people know. And uh, maybe that's why Cody didn't want to have her maybe into the contract. Maybe there's something he, know. I don't know. You just never know. And I'm sure it'll all come out, you know, as we go further down the road, but good for wrestling, you know, but now you're starting to see, there's some waves in the water now. Yep. Definitely. Something's up. It's, yeah. I can't wait to see how it, how it pans out. It's going to be great. Uh, mm-hmm. Now let's uh, move on to our uh, uh, rock and roll edition uh, of our podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about our classic flashback coming up right after this. This week's classic flashback. All right, everyone. Our classic flashback this week is Poison's Flesh and Blood. The album was released on June 21st, 1990. It was recorded in Little Mountain Sound Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, the album produced a, a plethora of, uh, of hit singles, uh, such as Unskinny Bop, Something to Believe in, and many more. And we're going to get into this album right now. All right, Chris. Poison's Flesh and Blood, 1990, uh, was probably Poison's uh, most uh, most successful album. Would you not say? Yes, I would say so. And you know, this album is unique in so many ways, Tony, because it, it came out in 1990 when there was almost a change beginning to happen. Um, you know, within the rock and roll music scene into the early nineties, but it came out at a really unique time uh, because not only did it have so many hits on the album, but it had so many deeper cuts that poison played live in a concert that I think really brought out the musical performance of Brett Michaels. Yes. I as agree. well beyond just being a singer right. and a front yeah. man, for the band and playing the harmonica. And this really had a bluesy kind of feel to it on a couple of their songs, which, you know, really was, okay, this is more than maybe just a rock and roll band here. Right. Yeah. But, 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 you know, Chris, uh, so many things like, like you said was going on with this album. 
Um, you know, the album actually uh, was certified platinum three times in uh, mm-hmm. uh, February 15th, 1990. Uh, that right there is saying a lot. But, uh, you know, you go back and you look, and, th- and this will tell you just how much um, times have changed now. So when Poison first came out with uh, their their album prior to Flesh and Blood, um, open up and say, ah, it had a picture of the gentleman on the, you know, the, the face on the mm-hmm. cover with the big tongue. Um, and, uh, people went crazy. So they, so they, they, they blacked out the, the tongue and blacked out the hair and all you had was eyes. Um, and then, you know, they fast forward. Now you can buy that album and you can see the whole thing and it's no big deal. But in 1988, right. you know, the parents and everybody was going nuts over it. Then you fast forward to 1990, and Poison makes pretty much a a, a basic album cover. Uh, the name of the album, of course, Flesh and Blood, and the uh, album cover or the album mascot, whatever you want to call it. But um, the picture on it was uh, a tattoo of the name Poison, and then underneath it, Flesh and Blood. Well, the original concept of that was uh, – the uh, the tattoo was freshly inked and blood dripping down from the words flesh and blood, and uh, of course the uh, the powers that be banned that version. Said no, we we can't have blood dripping off somebody's arm. Uh, you know, Chris, when when I when I hear this and I think about this, it's like okay, so if if we couldn't have that, why do we have so many Friday the Thirteenth and so many uh, Halloween movies like? Like really, people are, are 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 upset because there's blood dripping from somebody's arm that just got a tattoo. Like that's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes, who, who knows? Like uh, I loved, I loved the way it looked. I loved the design. They get, you know, totally, you know, emanates what poison is and what and what was, and um, and and I still see it on T-shirts today. Oh yeah, to, to an extent. And old school T-shirts, and, and people redesign them, and you know it's kind of like who they were, and it related to the fans, and um, you know it, it, it is what it is. But you know, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I just you know when you look at the lineup on this album, I mean, you know, it, it's got, I would say, their second biggest anthem to "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." Oh yeah, you know, with something sure. to believe in. And actually, you know, on on the album, yeah. I mean, that was that was the second, I say, biggest ballad that they had, um, you know, overall poison, and you know, but for me, and of course, Unskinny Bop, which they still play. Oh <laughs> man, yes, with, uh, today. Well, you know, um, talking about Unskinny Bop, um, I love that video. How it starts out, each of them are driving, you know, uh, a hot rod car to the, uh, you know, to the. Uh, rehearsal and Mm -hmm. uh the classic line is you know they pull up and brett's on his harley and and ricky's Mm -hmm. in his hot rod and cc's in his and and cc i think uh pulls up in a in a taxi cab with a couple chicks and uh Mm -hmm. and as he gets to the door boy the rest of the guys are in their cars looking like what 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 does cc just roll up in and cc has that classic line well, are we going to dance? Or are we going to play? And then you go right into the music. And and that's one of the things I liked about Poison's videos is like their videos were like a movie, 
a small movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all started out with some kind of, um, of, of one of the band members talking like, uh, and talk dirty to me. You know, you got the, uh, the, the, the parents getting the phone call from Brett to their daughter and, mm-hmm. and the mom's like that Brett sounds like such a nice boy. And then, right. uh, and then, then the camera goes to Brett and he's got that look in his eye and he goes, um, you know, uh, uh the, you hear the, you hear the girl in the background and then he goes, hit it CC. And then they go right into there the, it is. And yeah. the, right into the song. So that, that's one of the things I, I, I like and I miss so much about about MTV in the eighties. It's like every it's like if if a hit came out, it had to have a video. It had to. And 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 right. and I like the videos with them playing on stage and kind of show you what the what the tour is about. But I love those videos that were like little movies that, you know, you you you, you like you actually seen the song portrayed and and sometimes bad acting, but a lot of times good. And uh, um, I, I, I always miss that. That's like the best, one of the best memories right. of my childhood, you know. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Tony, I looked down the lineup. You know, I know we've touched upon Unskinny Bop. There's something to believe in. But, God, some other great songs by Poison on here that I love. Let It Play, Life Goes On, of course, Ride the Wind, which they still keep in the, in the set list. And then – You've got some other ones like Ball and Chain and then Poor Boys Blues. That's Brett's song, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's that's it with the harmonica. And, you know, I mean, you know, there's just a lot of uh, deeper cuts on this album um, that really that they could almost pull them out of the set list on any night. And I I think the fans would still be pleased. Yeah. and, 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 you know, Chris, you and I are, you know, most of the time, every time poison comes around the Charlotte area, we mm-hmm. always, you know, tend to, 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 you know, be there and tend to show. Uh, but I remember, uh, this had to be probably, I don't know, in early two, maybe 2001 to 2003, somewhere in that, in that time frame. And I remember, uh, there in Charlotte when poison came out and they opened up with ride the wind and mm-hmm. uh man i was like you know i never really cared for that song earlier until i heard it live and then once i heard it live i'm like man this song is awesome and that now it's and like you said it, it, it's it's one of their top in, in in their top set list on their shows and i absolutely cannot wait to uh to to attend the um the stadium tour this year and ho- hopefully they you know they'll, they'll they'll add a few more songs to their set list maybe something deeper that they haven't played in a while that that would be pretty awesome uh, but i'm definitely looking forward to that and as a matter of fact chris um uh, i'm i'm <laughs> i have booked a i have booked me uh, now listeners at home when, when i say this they're going to be like oh he's just like rick flair he's blowing smoke and he's and uh-huh. he's, and he's putting himself over but chris if you're going to go to la you got to live it up you got to do it the right uh-huh. way so okay. i have booked I, I am going to la in august oh you're gonna do it I'm gonna go. I booked me a house, and Chris, guess where the house is at? Oh man, it's my, right around the corner from the Whiskey Go Go. <laughs> no, better than that. All right. My house that I rented is is up in the Hollywood Hills. Chris, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be up there with the movie stars. I'm gonna be when when the house I rented when I opened up my bedroom window in the morning. The first thing I'm gonna see uh-huh. is the sun coming over the Hollywood sign right there up in the 
Hollywood Hills. Oh, man. Dude, you talk about Pimp Daddy. It's going to be a Pimp Daddy going on. It's going to be – I can't wait. And and the crazy thing, Chris, un, un, unless you get your ticket, which I hope you do, but if you don't, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing this trip solo, man. Ain't nobody going with me. Family don't want to go. Kids don't want to go. Uh, but, man, I, I've got to do this. I, I love L.A. so much. So uh, I, I came across this house a, a few months ago and booked it with my family. Uh, but for June, we, we, we were originally going to go in June. Uh, but now they have all backed out. They're all willing to do other things. My daughter's turning 21, so she and her friend are going to go to the beach. My wife and right. my son, they want to go to a beach. I said, hey, that's fine. You go to the beach. Come with me to L.A. L.A.'s got the best beaches in the world. No, my wife right. says she doesn't want to make that five-hour plane ride. I'm like, all right. She, and she tells me, just go. Just go see Motley Crue. Go have fun. So I am going to go, and I'm going to do this, man. So hopefully, Chris, you can get everything straight and lined up, and you can come with me. And we'll be, oh, and, man. And we'll, we'll be doing the podcast live from the Sunset Strip, baby. Right, and oh, by the way, there, I think the, the stadium tour is cutting through SoFi Stadium at the same <laughs> yes. time that you're there. How ironic is so, it that, uh, that Molly Cruz playing the same <laughs> week I'm going to be there? <laughs> I planned that. And then I'm personally. sure there'll be some other really good local shows around um, on the strip as well going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and who knows, man? You never know. Molly Cruz might be making a little stop. I'm sure Tommy will probably be coming in to um, – the whiskey a go go and partying and hanging out. So I'm mm-hmm. excited, man. I can't wait. I'm gonna be there for like five days and it's just gonna be I'm gonna have the time of my life. Man, that sounds that sounds like a freaking blast. And yeah, there I see it late August. Yeah, a Saturday show, August twenty seventh. Yes. Um absolutely. Yeah. They're actually in San Diego the next night, just right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, Chris. Down I'm the, telling you, Chris. Down the, the, down down the road, uh, the, you know. But, the um, Binge Buster, um, Binge and Plano World Tour, baby, L.A. out west. Hey, yeah, hey, you, you know, hey, listen, you know, you and I go LA, out there, L.A. L.A. to San Diego the next night's only a hundred twenty miles south. That's hey, really nothing. A hundred. That's only two hours, man. Two hours, and on top of that, Chris, I found this website. I'm not going to say the name of it on air because I'm not going to give them a free plug. But I found this website that you can rent like cars and, and it's not like uh you know it's not like rent a car and you know those, those kind of things this is like a little a website that you can go and you can rent at people's actual cars right so mm-hmm. i'm going to go in there i'm by myself so i'm going to rent me a corvette and dude i'm gonna be cruising the sunset strip it's gonna be freaking cool wow man that's that's wild man all right well you're, you're, you're twisting my arm, pulling my leg here. We'll have to talk more <laughs> off the you, air Chris. and think about this uh, on, on more and more firmer details. <laughs> yes, you're going to love it. If, if you go, man, I'm telling you, we will, L.A. won't be the same when the Carolina boys leave. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be great. That's wild. That's wild. I can't wait. Right, we'll so, so, yeah, that's, that, that's, that, that's my summer plan, so I'm excited about that. But, uh, but man, I'm telling you, I'm I'm more excited about you know when when we talk about music and wrestling, it just I man, I still get goosebumps when I, when when we talk about certain things, and I'm like, and and my wife always tells me, you're living in the '80s, you're living in the '90s, brother. That that's when things were good. And speaking speaking of the '90s, what what about the the um 
Super Bowl halftime show, Chris, did that did that not bring back some memories for you? It did. You know, you know, you know, Tony, um, the Super Bowl, I mean, let's let's be honest, it was um you know, it was the Bengals and, and the Rams and it was well watched, but yeah, hey, I thought the halftime show did well. I, I know there was a lot of criticism going into the halftime show, and uh, uh, you know, hey, they did well, man. Dr. Dre got out there, Eminem, Mary J. Blige. I mean, you know, they did their thing. I thought it was well choreographed, well put together. They played some old school stuff, and you know, it, 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 it worked at the end of the day, and you know. It, you know, they, I don't think they, I think they all did well. I mean, listen, we know a couple of them are outside of their prime, and we we get it. But hey, man, they they rolled back the memories a little bit, and I felt like I was I was I was back in college a little bit here. Some of yeah, those songs. I did too. I was like, man, uh, you know, of course, in the nineties, I, I wasn't I wasn't tremendously into rap. Um, I did listen to a little bit, but but uh, you know. F- you you can't help but tap your feet when when you hear that beat line from uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Man, is like and Snoop's out there doing the the uh, the uh, C dance. Man, he was just I mean, it, it, everybody was having a good time. And uh, and I, I I I and I may be wrong, but Chris, watch and see. This halftime show is going to spark a tour. I'm telling you, there's going to be a tour. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be a tour, and. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I saw that um, Snoop Dogg and uh, Ice Cube are actually coming to Charlotte. Uh, I think in May, so mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's getting. Oh there. yeah, and that, that's what usually happens, you know, off of this stuff. So I mean, you know, they know, you know, yeah. what's going on, and yeah, you know, all, all that good stuff. So you know, again, they 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 know. I mean, so they're they're going to springboard off of this and do a tour of some sort to capitalize oh yeah there it is i'm telling you there is it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be inter- interesting to see just how that plays out man I'm, I, I can't wait to uh i'm telling you man the, the, chris everybody's been set down shut down for two years this summer it's going to be wide open man it's going to be on it's going to be wide open. It's going to be on. It's definitely going to be on. Um, uh, but you know me, I always talk about trips. I'm always going somewhere. And <laughs> over the next few months, I'm going to be um, going to be in Nashville, Tennessee, coming up in May, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. going up there for or out there for a few days with my wife. And uh, she wants to go to some little convention. And uh, we'll do the convention during the day, and then at night we're going to hit up the the streets. I'm hoping to go to kid rocks bar one night and hang out there. And cause I know there's always somebody there hanging out. So, uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. that will be fun. And then, uh, and then October, I think we're going back to Covington, Georgia for uh, a few days, but I'm really looking forward to August, man, Los Angeles, California. Uh, it's going right. to, it's going to be on fire, man, for sure. Oh, I know it's going to be. I know you're going to be ready, and you're 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 twisting my arm as we speak. <laughs> I keep you're, uh, up, you're a good salesman <laughs> over there. I'm telling you, Chris. Uh, you go to yeah. L.A. with me, you'll 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 want to get a house there. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, but no, I, I, absolutely, absolutely, something I can I can look into, and uh, we can see what we can uh, what we can drum up here. Yeah, that, that that that'd be a fun time, 
uh, for sure. Uh, the other thing is that I want to uh, uh, bring out is, uh, you know, our, our good friends over at the NAWA. Uh, they've got a big show coming up March the 5th at the American Legion Hall in Lenore. Uh, it's Thunderdome 3. And uh, if you fans don't know what Thunderdome is, it's uh, two teams, one winner. Uh, it's kind of like war games, but with one cage. Um, and uh, uh, matter of fact, as as I'm recording this podcast, the promoter just sent me a lineup of the matches that are going to be taking place. Now the show starts at uh, three o'clock, um, mm-hmm. and uh, tickets are, are are on sale now. And uh, of course, you can buy them at the door. But uh, we're going to have Thomas Extreme versus Jet Morris. Uh, Zay versus Max Carnage, Jeff Hart taking on James Brody, Golden Gladiator number two with Austin Steele, and The Sheik taking on Little Donnie, Cage Match, uh, Ted versus uh, Jaggers, and then uh, the Thunderdome three, the Moonshine Express, and the Burt County Boys taking on Mark Moore, uh, AJ Frost, Squeaks the Clown, Terrific Tony, yours truly, and Thunderfoot. Um, at, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a wild night. And then in the main event, uh, Johnny Ryder uh, versus Power uh, with uh, Golden Gladder number two as a special guest referee and Austin Steele sitting at ringside watching everything over. I'm telling you, fans, it is going to be a happening night. Um so you definitely want to get your tickets for that. Uh, and hopefully, uh, Chris, I don't get hurt too bad in that cage where I can't go to L.A. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, you don't get too hey, but anything can happen in the steel cage match. Tony, you know how dangerous the match is, and you know every time your music hits and you walk the aisle with the, with the wrists are, but, the, but with those wrists could come great rewards as well. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and then uh, after that, we have to go back. Uh, i got to plug this show. The PWF uh, is coming to Clover High School in Clover, South Carolina, with a huge card. Uh, this, this event is uh, going to be taking place right there at the uh, Clover um, High School um, on March the 19th. March the 19th right there in Clover, South Carolina, just on the outskirts of Charlotte. A, a, a short drive anywhere here in the Carolinas and South Carolina, Tennessee. But you definitely want to take this ride, fans, because um, it's the reunion, as we talked about last week on the podcast, the reunion of the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. Uh, they're also going to be having a uh, meet and greet going on, so you can check that out. Also appearing, Demolition Axe. Uh, and then Hall of Famers, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and the Enforcer, Arn Anderson. Uh, great night of wrestling action coming to you right there from our friends at the PWF. Um, Chris, I'm telling you, it now is the time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's just so much out there for the fans and so much to choose from. And listen, at the end of the day, there's something for everyone, but Clover High School, Hardy boys are coming. So much big talent from top to bottom. It is going to be red hot there. That is Jim is going to be on fire. And your first real sneak peeks at, at Matt and Jeff 
back in tag team action, you know, off of national television, live and in person. You can't beat it. It, it, it great family fun entertainment. And Chris, I, I, if you're not if you're not booked anywhere, you're not you know at at the Playboy Mansion, or you're not at the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not at some rock and roll festival. Uh, you, you should get in the car with me and drive down, man. We'll, we'll hang out with your old friends, Matt and Jeff. Absolutely. We can hang out with the Hardy boys, talk old times. And uh, I think they both have some flashbacks and we, we talk some good stuff. So I, it'd be a pleasure to see those guys once again. I mean, they've done so much for the wrestling industry, both individually on the tag team level, obviously that's, that is, uh, that's spoken for. And, and also on the independent level, uh, making their way up. And, I, you know, those guys, at the end of the day, they never, I think, ever forgot where they came from no, and, and how they started. And I can and, ima- and they always come back. Right. And I can imagine the minute you walk in the door and they see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The horns would be going <laughs> off, and, and they'd be like, Chris, right. Plano. Right. And, and I'm sure they'd be like, you came home. <laughs> in, in That's the, right. In the broken That's right. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be an awesome time. So I'm looking forward to that. So, all right, fans. Well, we really appreciate you tuning in to this week's show. I know we didn't really touch on uh, any events. We just wanted to kind of talk about the, the, the happenings inside pro wrestling, touch a little bit on poison since it was the anniversary of the album turning uh, triple platinum. So we, we, I wanted to touch on that. Uh, and keep in mind, fans, uh, in the month of March, it's yours truly's birthday month, and we're going to be uh, talking about um, my career, uh, how I got started in pro wrestling, uh, some of the highlights of my wrestling career, and uh, have a few guests on that have had the pleasure, or maybe not as much of a pleasure, uh, of working with me on shows or in matches, and uh, we'll have some fun stories to share and uh uh, a, a lot more so uh I'm, I'm looking forward to that coming up uh in the month of march uh chris anything else before we go off the air today man Tony, this has been a great show and i listen i know for next week's show we're gonna have more on this breaking news with cody Rhodes and 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 this news with what's going on in the professional wrestling industry but great to touch on poison with flesh and blood and 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 we're talking california and and summer concerts and everything else so exciting time looking forward to it and um just want to thank the fans for listening and tuning in every week and uh, taking time out of their schedule to listen to us, you know, kind of banter back and forth and talk about whatever is, you know, the hot topic that week. Yeah, for sure. Well, fans, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, go like us on our Facebook page, even though I hardly ever update it, but, but go like us anyway, cause you never know. I may put something on there. Uh, who knows? We, we may have some, uh, some uh, merchandise coming out here in the next few weeks or so. Uh, just a lot going on in the month of March. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, for my co-host, Chris, I'm Tony. We will see you next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.